Hello, thank you for joining us for this podcast. I'm Rachel Klatt-Miller with Force Management, and today we are talking about the role of the SDR. Yvonne Gomez, who is the president and founder of Next Stage, is joining me today. Yvonne, welcome. Hi, Rachel. Good to be, good to be here. Yes, I'm so glad that you're here to, to talk about this role of the SDR with us. I know that Next Stage focused primarily on improving the effectiveness of that inside sales role. Uh, we're going to talk specifically about rejection, and I think this is something that uh, rejection may happen a lot, and that's something that an SDR needs to overcome. So let's dive right in. How do you overcome that fear of rejection, and where do you start? Absolutely, uh, Rachel. You know, one of the biggest uh, confidence boosters for an SDR is actually to overcome the fear of rejection. And, and actually, you know, it starts with uh, overcoming the, 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 the challenges of picking up the phone. You know, SDRs are already very comfortable with emails and they're, they're very comfortable with, uh, with uh, texting and the social aspect. However, many of them are not yet comfortable uh, with the phone. And that actually, that is a skill that is acquired and it comes with mental preparation and a skill development. It actually boils down to overcoming the fear of, of, of interrupting uh, our clients. And uh, once that takes place, uh, then, you know, the rest, you know, will come together and we can dive into it in a moment. Yeah, I think the important point that you're making here is that you can actually teach people to overcome this fear of, of rejection and treat it almost as, you know, you're going to get rejected when you're calling people and interrupting them. You're, you're going to get injected. But to your point really acknowledging that that fear exists and developing the skills to combat it can help move your entire SDR team in the right direction. Absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the time, you know, one of the things that helps with skill development is practice. And one of the things we often talk about is practice in a comfortable environment. And that's not necessarily with your customers, right? And that's something that relates to all, for all reps, but it's particularly SDRs, that uh, overcoming this fear of rejection can really start with preparation. One of the things that in- increases the, the confidence, you know, for the SDR to jump on the phone and deal with rejections and interruptions is being able to role play with his manager. Actually, that's one of the most comfortable uh, uh, scenarios. Once uh, you uh, role play a very specific you know, scenario with your manager, the next thing is actually to start listening to calls and be able to debrief and role play those scenarios. What would you do differently? How would you handle things? You know, and be able to take those live scenarios that you have actually recorded and use that as, as a teaching moment and ask yourself, what would you, di- uh, what would you do differently? And finally... Uh, as a way to build confidence, you know, is to uh, leverage a multi-channel prospecting approach. Uh, as you uh, get more on the phone, you leverage your emails, your voicemails, you get uh, more comfortable. Uh, the more you do it, the more comfortable and, and the fear starts to diminish. Yeah, so I think, wow, those are a lot of great tips there. First, role-playing and not being scared to role-play. I know it can kind of feel awkward uh, to do a role-play because you feel like you're, you're acting. But to your point, 
really practicing those situations can help overcoming the fear that you have of people screaming at you at the phone or, or rejections. And we have a lot of great tips on our website about conducting role plays effectively, but there is great value in hearing yourself handle a call um, if through call recordings or really practicing it in a way that you can get better and practice it with your manager to get that feedback. And at the very least, you know, I'll, I'll share something with you. you know, there are some SDRs uh, uh, that we work with um, that actually record their calls or record their messaging, like their opening statements, you know, and then they go back and listen to it and say, wow, um, I can do a little better. It's kind of like when we look, look ourselves in the mirror mm-hmm. and we find different things, either our hair or you know, whatever the case might be, you know, we can improve. So we're very, uh, uh, we're very self-conscious, so to speak, of our own approach. And that's actually a good way if you actually get to the point where uh, you, you get comfortable with that. Think about for a moment um, about any sports, you know, whether it's uh, football, the NFL, whether it is the NBA, or whether it is baseball. You know, a lot of these players spend a lot of time practicing off field, you know, off the game. So when it comes time for game time, these guys have replay and replay and, and, and rehearse, you know, all the drills in a very safe environment. So when they make the mistakes, they make the mistakes, you know, off the field. And when it's time to play, there's time for flawless execution. But only it's going to happen, um, that fear will go away the more conversations you do it and the more you, you, you practice. And in a way, I was actually just having this conversation um, here internally at Force the other day about the need for preparation. And sometimes we might overlook it with that SDR team because – their calls are so quick and they're going to get hung up on and they're going to get a lot of voicemails. And, you know, maybe we should prepare more for these big deal conversations or in-person meetings. But the conversation that I was in, it actually shifted a little bit and said, the shorter time you have to make an impact or demonstrate value with a potential buyer, the more prepared you need to be because it's a lot harder to get somebody's attention in 30 seconds than it is in a 30 minute meeting. Absolutely. So there's a couple of things, you know, as you prepare, one of the things that we promote is actually to bucket your, your calls, you know, one of a kind. So either by industry or by geography or, you know, you know trying to identify the same persona. So your message is somehow very similar. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the things that we also promote is this notion of the three by three, the three by three approach, which is three minutes and three things that you'll find from your customers that will add value to the conversation, you know, right off the go. So uh, that's one of the things, you know, when the customer is picking up the phone or your prospect, they're thinking, you know, is there value in having a conversation with you and articulating the purpose of your call on the front end adds a significant value or trying to identify, you know, some of the things that you find in common. For example, I noticed that uh, you attended a particular conference or uh, I had the opportunity to look at your LinkedIn profile, or I read in the news the particular news uh, about your organization or your recent promotion or your this, uh, recent addition to a new product. Whatever the case might be, it shows that, you know, basically show me that you know me. You know, that's what, you know, when the customer sees that you've done your homework, 
they are most, more likely to engage, you know, and that confidence that comes from preparation will increase exponentially as you experience those small wins. Right. Preparation is so key, right? Don't ask me something that you can easily Google. That's always something good to remember too, right? <laughs> um, Absolutely. So if you're, if you're lucky enough to get somebody on the phone in that role of the SDR, the preparation really helps you be audible ready, as we say, quickly. But you can't get away from the fact that you're still interrupting someone's day. So having confidence comes with preparation and skill development, as you mentioned. How do I get a handle on the fact that I'm interrupting all the time. Okay. First of all, it's a, uh, you need to have a mental preparation. Okay. You know, the fact is that your customer is not expecting you, uh, one, to send you a, a, a tweet or a text or a voicemail or a call or an email. They're not. Mm-hmm. So regardless of what channel you use, you're actually interrupting the normal flow of business, okay? So the key is, are you adding value, you know, in your interactions? You might be deleted once on your email. You might get hung up on your voicemail once or twice. But as you add value and you call with a purpose, and that purpose is, listen, I got something for you, and what I have can help you solve, you know, the most prevalent challenge that you have you're most likely to make those impressions that eventually will, you know, lead to your um, being recognized. You know, say, oh, there's a call from so-and-so and there's a second or third call. And when those calls have a purpose and add value with each interaction, they add up to say, you know what, maybe I should listen to it. Or maybe I should reply to that email. Or maybe I should say, I'm not the person, but you need to actually contact, you know, another person within the department that is more relevant. So those are the possible outcomes that you have, you know, when you actually, you know, prospecting. I think that's a great point that you make in getting, getting your mind right, so to speak, that you're always, you know, we're always interrupting people when we send them a social message or an email or call them on the phone. But if you are providing value, I'm not going to mind that you've interrupted me. If you're going to help me solve a challenge that I'm facing every day and make my job easier or um, help me reduce costs or whatever, I'm going to be fine with taking the call or hearing what you have to say. Absolutely. And it comes down to, uh, to these uh, simple uh, sentence, you know, show me, you know me. Yes. Okay. You've done your homework. You got something to say. And one of the commitments that we, um, we talk about is, you know, when we talk about the three commitments, you know, for the SDR, you're committed to yourself. You're committed to the company, and also you're committed to your clients. You know, believe it or not, clients or your prospects are actually waiting for you to call. They mm-hmm. might not be saying that implicitly, but you know, you, you have a solution to some of the problems that they have. You know, and reports show that you know maybe like 90% of the individuals might not be willing to take you know your call right off the bat. However, 70% of individuals are not happy with the current solution that they have for uh, some of the challenges. Maybe because it's all an obsolete, maybe because it's not comprehensive, maybe because it's really creating you know, some bottlenecks you know, on productivity. So your solution might be the answer to some of the challenges. The question is, do you know some of those challenges and, and, and uh, you have the skills you know, uh, enough to be able to get to that opening door. Once you have your opening door, then you have your opening statements and your ability to 
ask questions will take place. But that's a that's a, a topic for a different for a different podcast. Right. Well, this is yeah, it's it's a it's a meaty topic for sure. I think show me that you know me is a great thing for our people to remember, and it also comes back to something that I know that we say a lot around here that what you do matters, and you need to believe in the value you provide. You're solving business business challenges every day. And if you believe that and you understand the value you provide, it gives you self-confidence and um, certainly makes you comfortable with um, calling people and overcoming the fear of rejection. So as, as yeah. a rep, Ivan, um, is that the mindset that you encourage reps to have when you're, when you're training them? Is it, is it preparation? Is it confidence? What's that mindset that you want Everybody out there listening who's, who's dialing for dollars every day, what do you want them to understand? What's the bottom line? Uh, great question. So the, the first thing is, is, is it starts with commitment, okay? Mm-hmm. Commitment to the trade that what you do really matters as an SDR, and you're actually involved on the front end of the sales cycle. You know, your sales cycle is just different. It includes, you know, prospecting all the way to closing for a meeting or closing to during your, your initial uh, uh, qualification or whatever the qualification criteria you have right now. That's, that's one. It comes with, pep, uh, that commitment comes with preparation. Okay. Mm-hmm. And once you have the preparation, your confidence of being on the phone and making those calls uh, and sending your uh, emails that are, are relevant. Uh, will increase, you know, uh, so that it, it becomes a confident uh, uh, booster, you know, um, that, that level of preparation and commitment that you have to yourself and your company and your clients. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a great way to end it. So remember, commitment, preparation, and confidence. Thank you so much for joining me for the conversation today, Ivan. We appreciate your expertise. My pleasure. Thank you so much.